Welcome to the Self-Esteem and Confidence Mindset with me, Johnny Pardo. Welcome back to the Self-Esteem and Confidence Mindset podcast with me, Johnny Pardo. Today, I welcome a special guest, Angie, where we're going to be talking about self-confidence, positivity, mindset, feeling good, and much, much more. So Angie is one of my friends from the, the personal growth space. Uh, we, we've been in a couple of groups together. And despite Angie having some quite hard challenges in her life, she's actually one of the most upbeat and positive people to be around, certainly from my experience in the virtual environment anyway. So I just wanted to bring her on today so we could have a, a, what I know is going to be a great conversation about some of these themes of confidence, mindset, and much more. So first of all, welcome to the show, Angie. Thank you, Johnny. I appreciate that warm welcome. And it's been a journey for sure. <laughs> and I appreciate getting to know you. And I've always enjoyed your sarcasm. The, the laughs are very healing. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. Uh, I do what I can for the world, you know, with, with that. So thanks, Angie. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> anyway. <welcome. laughs> so, yeah. So, Angie. Um, let's dive in so Angie tell us a little bit about actually what you're doing at the moment and what perhaps prompted you to get into this from from a bit of your story in the current moment I am recovering from a major reconstructive surgery and taking care of my two kiddos I have two little girls a third grader and a first grader they just started the new school year today so I am celebrating with them in their growth and development, and they're really my inspiration. Um, when I didn't dream about becoming a mom, I didn't anticipate motherhood. I just knew I that was kind of my role that was expected of me. Um, but when they came to me, uh, it, it all, the, the, the lights turned on. It, they were dim at first because I hit some postpartum depression, but as they grew, I knew things were coming out inside of me that inspired me to do differently, to change, to be happy and joyous on this journey instead of stressed. <laughs> um, so currently, I am taking all of that work from the beginning of my motherhood through um, a recent cancer diagnosis. I was diagnosed with breast cancer in February of 2021 and that really turned the lights on fully um, because everything I had been doing up to that point I thought was to prevent major disease and it it uh, kind of pulled the carpet out from under me and it made me question everything and reevaluate and so I've come to this point where I I'm creating a business to help guide others and I'm going to call it guiding light and it's going to be an opportunity to connect with people whatever challenge or trauma or life transition that they're going through to guide them to the next side awesome okay well that's an amazing thing to be doing and uh, using using some of your your story and what you've been through and the realizations you've had. So 
uh wow that's a very inspirational thing to be doing and one thing i wanted to kind of like touch on obviously uh life's not always you know sunshine rainbows and stuff like you've experienced and thank you for being open and sharing some of the challenges you've been through how how did you find it about i mean some did you find there are times where you wanted to resist your emotions and how you were feeling and did you did you find it beneficial to sit with them at all definitely resisted a lot definitely mm. found myself running away and escaping into coping mechanisms or uh, repeated patterns and it it looked different on the surface but deep down I knew it was um, a, a continued pattern that was either self-sabotage or self-destructive or um, inhibiting that opportunity for growth you, uh, like getting on a certain point of hitting the ceiling and then not knowing how to break through and crumbling to the ground so then it took time to rebuild um, and more energy kind of like um, I've been a military spouse so I was used to moving and mm. it, it would be new places didn't have family didn't have friends didn't know where the grocery stores were, didn't know uh, my doctors and had to rebuild, learn everything all over again. And that takes energy. And then it would take time to finally get in a groove and a routine. And it was time to move again and uproot. So I found that happening in my personal life with um, uh, habits or overall health. Um, I felt like I was constantly in this, I got to lose weight mo momentum. I drop it and then it come back, drop it, come back. There was not an opportunity for sustainability or, um, maintenance. So yes, yes. I, oh, I, there was many times I just F it, give it up. I'm done. This is just how my life is. I'm just going to be a hamster wheel. And I have some amazing friends that have sat with me through late night conversations of despair like well this is it friends I'm checking out <laughs> and then there were you know the morning would come and it would be a new opportunity to reset and try a different method mm. so the so company has made a big difference for you as well but that's kind of what I got from that a little bit at the end definitely um having network community friends and family someone to reach out to to say i'm in a raw vulnerable moment can i be seen can i be heard are you available and there were many times i felt like a very huge burden and lamenting like i'm so sorry and I i'm would go from person to person and then it would be a feeling of rejection or abandonment and it would kind of cycle through that those um rejection feelings until i found that centeredness within me to understand everyone else has their own things too and if they're not available for me that's because they're honoring their space and didn't take it personally didn't take it internalized and so that 
process brought me to the people that I know hold safe space for me to continue through this journey and supporting each other. Mm. Okay. No, that's, yeah, very important message because not everyone's uh, always going to be like supportive or going to make you feel good. And sometimes people, right, don't mean to necessarily be negative, but they're just in their, their own ways and they've got their own kind of agendas and stuff like that. So finding the right, the right people um, is something we always like emphasize. Yeah, definitely. And um, a lot of times they're triggered by our emotions. They're triggered by something they either they don't know how to identify with it and they don't want to feel the feelings. So they want to dismiss it or they'll push through the um, ending cliches like it'll pass. It'll get better. You're so strong. Kind of those phrases that are positive, but they hurt because that it's a signal that person's not available to listen. So I learned through those things that not everyone is meant to listen. Not everyone has that space. And so I started to turn it around to where, how can I self-heal and be available for those people to listen and hold space? And that's also how another factor of why I wanted to develop this business of guiding light. It's, it's not having all the answers for me. It's holding space for that person to mm. say, tell me your story and I'll guide you to the next space that you want to be safe at. Mm. So giving, giving to others has been a big part of your, your yes. journey as well. And feeling, feeling that good, that kind of um, yes. being able to be more connected to the world around you. Definitely. Um, it, I always knew that I had the ability and the strength to carry a lot of weight, whether it be actually physical in the gym or, or emotional or life challenges and changes. Um, but there were times that just seemed it was one thing after another. And I was like, yo, can I have a break? I, I know I can give back. I know I can turn this around. Um, and so now I'm in that point where it's transitioning. People have supported me over the last couple of years, some really big stuff. And I didn't roll over and play dead or uh, even though I felt it. I, when I went through chemotherapy, I didn't get nauseous sick, but I got chemically sick and emotionally sick and so vulnerable to all of my woundings from childhood through current stage. And so I was reliving so many things all over again. And I was, I felt this despair of I'll never be me again. And that diminishes my opportunity to give back because people have given to me so much. I, I am lit up and passionate about seeing someone with a need and saying, how can I help you? And if I can't help you in this moment, I'll find a way or let's stay in touch so we can create a bond in a community and find other people with the right skill set to help you hmm. right so it sounds like it's a combination of giving to other people but ultimately um making sure you were you were cared for as well in in yourself and have there been any like tools or i know there's, there's so many of the personal growth world but 
Have there been any like tools or personal practices for you that have kind of like helped you work through some of your challenges? Obviously, speaking to other people, fantastic, amazing thing. Uh, and I totally agree. Uh, was there anything else that, that's kind of helped you in your journey? Um, tools for sure. I am an athlete. I played mm-hmm. soccer, softball, basketball since middle school through college. So I identified as that competitive nature, go get it and um, push through every season for the win. <laughs> and then I learned how to be a weightlifter. And then I learned how to be a personal trainer. And I then learned that that was a very rigid, exhausting toll on my body when I wasn't taking care of the internal things. So Mm. I believe that was a big part, like part of my theory of why breast cancer came to me. It wasn't against me. It was to help me shift. And it happened for me to bring me a whole new world of tools. So the tools I have learned since then have been mentorships. So through my mentors, I learned the practice of journaling, the practice of nature walking, the practice of um, dancing, being free with music. Um, And a lot of these things were things I had forgotten. It was things I knew were part of me, but didn't fully conscious practice. Um, Affirmations, self-love, going on dates with myself, processing motherhood as well as uh, single parenting as I transition to that stay-at-home mom life to a working mom life. There's a lot of balance to making sure they have their time and I have my time. So I I talk about these tools with the girls about grounding, um, having our bare feet in the woods or the grass, having journal time, writing love notes to ourselves. We write on my mirrors with dry erase markers <laughs> and um, singing, dancing, being free, basically openness, saying it's okay to be you no matter what emotions you have, but let's make sure everybody's safe. Don't throw your emotions on somebody else sit with them and process them and then talk about them mm. yeah then yeah thanks for emphasizing that again I also like what you or, or kind of like the point you touched on with you know you were doing like the exercise and uh being healthy sometimes being quite competitive with like your sports and stuff which I can certainly relate to as well uh which is really really good but you're doing that, you know, which could keep you physically fit, but you felt you're missing that, that kind of like the emotional fitness almost um, at, at a point. Um, and I always, I started talking more recently about this. We've got like a, almost like a physical workout, which, you know, that's, that's eating well, uh, going to the gym, going running, going walking. Uh, but then also there's an emotional fitness, which I've also been guilty of neglecting things like just sitting with yourself processing emotions not just going whether it's in the forms of uh meditating journaling sitting in silence uh talking it through with someone as well so uh i'm really i'm really glad you touched on that and actually you noted 
that's something that was lacking for you and now you've addressed that as well yes um it it was forcibly addressed in a life or death kind of way Mm -hmm. so it was a bit dramatic thank you universe that's okay (laughs) (laughs) i accepted it and i i embodied it i said i'm showing up i'm showing up for this journey i kicked and screamed all the way just imagine a little toddler that didn't get their candy in the the (laughs) grocery store you know it's it wasn't an overnight thing um my awakening started in the summer of 2019 and then a pandemic happened in 2020 and I went through separation and trying to finalize a divorce and then cancer hit. So it was all of this whirlwind. It felt like a tornado. And then I was able to step out of the tornado and sometimes the debris still hits me, but I, I see the beauty of the storm because it's powerful, but I also see that I'm not caught up in it and I can observe it and I can be calm and meditation is one of the biggest tools that I have implemented integrated and now I'm starting to see visions and it's not like hallucinating it's not like getting cycles and um, therapy but it is sitting with myself to see what my mind wants to create because that's what stillness brings it's creation yeah and um yeah i like sitting it's crazy when we sit in silence so it's it's very hard in this world so (laughs) especially when we're not not programmed to are we really so (laughs) with everything coming at us like left right and center so Mm -hmm. um really uh, like the way you talked about how you you sort of like try to connect with yourself on that level as well um and also obviously uh that it's you're going through this journey and you, you're kind of seeing how it's it's kind of helping you grow a little bit and not necessarily it's you know it's not necessarily going to feel good in the moments but you're I, I mean, correct, yes. yeah I mean obviously different stories and stuff but I've been through you know challenging times as well and in those moments you're like it is it can be you know tricky and again we've all got different situations but uh, it's amazing you've got a part of you that that sees oh okay I can see the message I've been given now um that I need to be taking care of myself in this way that I've got something to share with other people now so yeah it's very inspirational from what you were you were saying then thank you yeah I there was a lot of questions why me why now why this what did I do wrong um but then it was it it just the the practice of showing up for myself the practice of all those tools I mentioned mm. trust trusting the process that was a big thing the message of the theme of my mentorship last year which was inner child healing through a beautiful soul ash and you know her and I had to trust the process because I showed up not believing I showed up doubting and I was like, what is this about? I think this is crazy, but something's pulling me. Something's drawing me in and saying to show up just like I did for all those practices at 5 (laughs) a.m. Or all of those games uh, against the really tough opponent or the practices after a game when coach was not pleased with our performance. So I kept showing up. I showed up like an athlete and then I trusted the process and then the magic happened. There was a 
a shift. And then I learned about energy and the spiritual world and really opening up all of those questions I was afraid to open up as a kid or as an adult mm. and in my marriage. And I just, I asked every damn question and I said, I'm not satisfied till I find all the answers inside and out. And I don't care if they're right or wrong. It's I'm, I'm searching. And that's when the universe opens up and says, here, my child, I, I see you. I have seen you this whole time. And now you see me. It's a, it's a relationship. Mm. Wow. And uh, yeah, the, the power of mentorship as well. And just uh, investing your, your time, energy, and, and usually money into, into these things can see amazing returns. So yeah, um, <laughs> I'm glad, I'm glad mentorship's been so powerful for you as well as taking you down this whole spiritual journey as well. So, um, yeah, um, Angie, I've really appreciated you being so open and sharing your journey today. Um, and obviously there's so much more we could go into <laughs> in terms of our conversation. Yes. So we're kind of only touching the surface, but where can people find you or find out more about what you're doing at the moment? Yes, thank you for asking. Um, I am on Instagram, uh, more of a blog sharing my journey mm. as I transition into uh, my guiding light business. It will be talked about on Instagram and um, that is at Fenster19 and it is spelled F-E-N-S-T-E-R with the number one nine. And the story behind that is my maiden name is Fenstermacher and it's German. It means window maker. And my teammates called me Fenster. And I just, it was such an endearing, loving term um, that I stuck with it my whole life. And 19 was my number, one of my Jersey numbers. Cool. Yeah, love it. We'll be sure to put those that in the show notes as well so people can find you on your on your Instagram. So once again, a massive thank you, Angie, for coming on today. I've really enjoyed our conversation. Yes, Johnny, thank you so much. I appreciate the invitation and the time with you. And thank you all the listeners for taking time to listen. Of course. So that concludes our episode for today. And remember to work on your self-confidence every single day.